Welcome to Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. That's right. And we, we are covering the finale tonight. It's a live stream. There's going to be a lot of this. This is a kind of behind the scenes look. This is exactly what we wanted, yeah. uh, to be honest with you. So this is perfect. We're going to be going through it. Um, I think it's going to be a great night. So just to give you a little... A little tease of what we're doing. We kind of teased it on the uh, on social media. We're gonna have Christian joining us. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have Whitney joining us. We're gonna have Travis joining us. We're gonna have Sharon Tharp, who's uh, the, the uh, kind of the head person at uh, Us Weekly when it comes to Big Brother. She's been doing it for many years. Mm-hmm. She's interviewed us. She's in. She she puts out a lot of content regarding Big Brother. We really should be supportive of her because. She's what gives the show that extra edge. So we're going to have her on. We might have a couple other guests. We're working on it. Um, yeah. We're not going to announce them just in case they don't come. How about the person that we talked about earlier? Any luck with that? No luck with that. No response. Um, okay. I'm we telling you right now, it's a, super, it's a super busy person that I don't necessarily know. Maybe is like looking at a phone. I know that he's going on tour pretty soon. And so you know how it goes like with tour you know. coming up. But listen, we're on for two and a half hours, so yeah. it could you know it could pop right in, and yeah. so we'll we'll talk for a couple. We'll recap it for about 15, 20 minutes. Then we'll bring the first house guest in. Mm-hmm. They're all standing by. They want to talk to you guys. We got over one point four thousand people in here right now, so not mad about it. Yeah, uh, take us off, Cody. Start us with the show. It's two hours, a lot of fluff, like you said, snooze fest. We can answer questions tonight. We can have you guys weigh in. But how do you want to start it off as far as the recap of tonight's episode about what we start with competitions? Uh, it started off, well, you know what? You take us into the recap. I got to mute some things on my end. Um, yep. I got to mute some things on my end. So you take us through the recap while I do right. that. So we, we, start, we, we had part two, obviously we know Aza won part two, Xavier had one part one. And so going into it, we know that it's going to be an Aza versus Xavier part, part three. There was a lot of recap tonight about Derek F and his relationship with Aza and Derek F almost, you know, could have cost himself uh, an opportunity to win the game. And the the reason I say that is because he literally had Aza in his back pocket as far as if she had won, she was going to take him. And she, he basically insulted her. He basically belittled her game. Um, Regardless of what game he played, let's take that Mm -hmm. out of the equation for a second. He belittled her game, basically said she was carried there. And he, his reasoning for wanting to take Xavier was he just felt like the best player should be there. So it, because of his own doing, she started thinking about things. And she's like, not only is he disrespectful to yes. me in the way he talked to me, but he does make a valid point where if I can't win, I want the best person left to win. And, you know, I don't think it's going out on a limb here saying mm-hmm. the best person left in that house was Xavier. So she actually goes to... Derek F gives him a taste of his own medicine and says, Hey, listen, buddy, uh, actually you make a great point. You did insult me, but you said no offense. You weren't making, you were just spitting facts. I'm going to spit some facts to you. If I win, I'm going to take Xavier as well. Yeah. Derek F was like, what's, what's going on? Wait, wait, that's not, that's not how this works. I thought I thought I was allowed to say whatever I want to you and you just kind of take it and don't really respond any other way to me. I thought, I got to be honest with you, I was loving, loving Aza this entire episode. I loved her response to Julie, and it made me just have such a resounding respect for her because through all of it, she still kept it classy. She still kind of was, she was, she was true to who she is. And a lot of people, you know, obviously, I put out a tweet, right? I put out a tweet and was like, hey, I have so much respect for Aza. And obviously, I got some people saying, oh, yeah, because she's doing what you're doing, you idiot. Ha ha ha. 
But the the underlying like feeling for me was she just had a bigger respect for the game and for the winner. And I love that she she had that. And uh, it, it, it was so true to who she was throughout the entire game. But again, I will say this. With all the respect in the world that I have for Aza, it just showed that she kind of was here less to play the game of Big Brother and more so to just like kind of have the experience. Because you go, you, you go to win, right? You go to win. And I can say it from both sides of the spectrum. The first time, you know, I went there to get to the final two and that was a win for me. But... The, the last time, it was, I'm going to win by any means necessary. And so we saw that. We saw that with Aza. But again, I love Aza. I have a lot of respect for Aza. I had a lot more respect for her when she said, I respected Xavier's, you know. Because if she came out and was like, you know what? I would have stuck to Derek F. And I would have taken Derek F because of my friendship. I would have been like, girl, he was just crushing you. He was crushing yeah. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think... I don't know what the deal was with Derek. It was like the same thing that he just did to Kylan the week before. She was kind of having the conversation and he reacted the same way. And it's like, you just had someone do it to you. You probably went through similar emotions as she did. And now we're kind of like putting that on her. And uh, quite yeah. frankly, I would have rather her seen win, I would have rather seen her win some money than Derek F. Yeah, no, listen, I, I totally get it. And, and it's one of those things where I think... For Derek, it's just a lack of self-awareness, you know, a lack of self-awareness, a lack of understanding what's going on around him. We're going to get into his speech tonight. We're going to get into some of the claims that he made. I know the chat's going crazy about it. I will say this, Cody, because again, we're doing this live. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing the stream. I got a panel up where I can see the stream. Some people are asking that maybe we can, there's a sound, I guess. I can't Yeah, that's what I was doing. That's why I told you. I told you, you to take it things? off. So I was in I was in muting the alert box. So now I'm seeing the alerts. You're seeing the alerts come up. So the people gonna, that just hey, listen, subscribed. We're gonna we're gonna call people out for that. Cause we want, you know, we're trying to grow the winner's circle. We're trying to grow the channel. That's why we're doing this. So if we haven't already said it, yes, we're gonna turn off notifications so you're not getting buzzed in your ear. But we would appreciate you if you guys subscribe to the channel, turn your notifications on because we're doing Survivor. We're going to do Celebrity Big Brother. We're going to also be covering just kind of pop culture, social issues. We're going to be covering it all. Cody and I talk on the reg, and we're just going to record it now. And, you know, we're going to see what your guys' feedback is. We're building a community. We're having a lot of fun doing it. So we're just going to keep ramping it up, and we would love if you were part of it. So the best way to do that is, again, subscribe, turn your notifications on. Yeah, notifications being on is the the biggest the biggest, uh, the biggest thing. Cause I was saying it to Chrissy. I was like, you know, we were testing stuff out earlier. We had a lot of people jump in earlier and, um, Chrissy was like, I didn't see that you guys went live. And I was like, well, tell me if your notifications are on. I said it to her as I was running out the door and she was like, my notifications aren't on. That's why I wasn't right. going live. But some people that are, are coming in, I, I do want to make sure we're reading the people that are coming in. Thank you so much for 499. Uh, Mickey Joe, y'all are my favorite yep. duo ever. Much respect to Cody for taking Enzo to the end. Do you feel like loyalty or game is the most important in the end? I'm going to let you hit this one. And by the way, we just got a, a big, a, Karen just got a big one. Thank you so much, Karen. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to keep you updated all season long for sure. We're going to keep it going. But Cody, I'm going to let you answer that question because... I think you're more suited to answer it than I am because of your past. Do I feel like loyalty or game? So it's it's kind of like a double-edged sword for me because loyalty was so important to me the first time. But the game is, is ultimately the most important. Thing. Thank you. Thank you. Buddy. What are you doing if you're not going there for the game and for the money? Because what? let me, let me tell you, let me tell you this. 
and Derek obviously can attest to this because we've both won the game. We both won, have won the game. That money is, it makes a huge impact on your life. It's a huge impact on your life, whether it's, okay, it doesn't matter what phase of your life you're in, what age you are, that money makes a huge impact on the life that you will get to live after making that kind of money in an instant. And not in an instant, you're spending three months in the house, right? But you come out and you are walking away with that money, that money sets you in a position in your life that you really, there's not much you can do unless you're already making millions and millions of dollars where $500,000 is kind of what you're doing in your trades in a day, which is like the 0.01% of people in this world. That money is so important that the game has to come first. And if the game is coming first, you kind of are playing with a different mindset, right? You're playing with a different mindset if you're playing with the game first and loyalty or relationships or emotions second. And so that's what I'll say to that. And I, I, I've been on both sides of it. Now, what I also will say is I'll never, ever go back and change my decision on 16. Thank you. So so I, I think I hit both. But what do, what do you think? I mean, I really I can't say much because I've said it in the past. Like people always said, like, you know, if the roles were reversed, would I have taken you? And I'll be completely transparent like I've always been. If I thought that I still had a chance at winning because I played a good game and it was gonna, I was going to take you 100%. Mm-hmm. And in that particular situation, I felt like I had a very good chance at winning mm-hmm. and I could honor our deal. So there was no doubt. I've sworn my kids. I've done it all. Yeah. I was going to take you. And so that's what I've always said. Not a lot of people believe it, but it's the truth. Um, thank I, you I again to, to Megs. Um, now, that said... If I was in a position where I 100% knew that by taking you, there was zero chance of me winning. I know with you, you were like on the fence, you were counting the votes, Mm -hmm. but I think it's fair to say that you thought maybe, maybe there's a shot. I don't know exactly. I know I'm on an uphill battle here, Mm -hmm. but did you, did you know 100% like there was no shot of you winning? Well, how how can you know 100%? But I looked at the votes and obviously I thought I looked at the votes and the ones that I thought I had were Zach, Donnie and Christine. And so I'm like, okay, Christine, obviously, Donnie, who had told me multiple times, I'm voting for you. It doesn't matter who you're sitting against. I'm voting for you. He told me from the beginning of the season. And Zach was like my boy. I was super tight with him on a personal level. We were up late and all that stuff. And so I was like, I think think those are votes. So that's three. You need five. So obviously, I didn't count myself completely out, but I was going through a lot of the other ones. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I genuinely thought that Hayden was going to vote with Nicole no matter what. And I thought Nicole was going to you. And so I I didn't think, obviously, I was like completely out, but I knew it was going to be very tough. And so that's why for me in that first time, it wasn't about law. It wasn't about the game. It was more about the loyalty, you know? And so you see the difference of the two. You see the difference of the two. Fair enough. So I hope that answers your question. So back into it, because we want to get through this. We want to get, we got house guests. I'm texting them as we're talking. I'm emailing them the link to come in the room. So we want to get to them. We're sure... You didn't come here to hear about Big Brother 16, but we right. obviously wanted to answer that question. So, Aza wins part two. Mm-hmm. They have the little tiff between uh, Derek F. and Aza. Right. Xavier's loving this, right? Mm-hmm. She tells him, I'm going to take you if I you win. See he's his, like, the smile. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's like, perfect. You know, no problem there. So, I think we're ready to go right into the final three competitions. Let's go right into it. Because they, they went pretty quick through it, too, they which did. I loved. They did. Well, they knew they had a lot to cover after. Cover after. Um, we'll get to. Don't let me forget Jacob's question when we get into Jacob. This, okay? Yeah, thank you so much for for the donation, Jacob. And we will definitely hit on that question. We got you, brother. One. We got you, brother. So, Aza and Xavier go head to head, and it ends up being seven eight. And I got to tell you, I'll be the first to admit it. 
I thought it was going to be an absolute slaughter. Oh, totally. Hats off to Aza. She crushed it. That's a really tough competition mm -hmm. when you're under pressure. And you know it could be a $750,000 competition. And hats off to Xavier, too, for going out there and doing what, a Co what Cody did and le basically not leaving any room to beat him. And, and it was a really... I kind of knew as soon as she got the first one wrong, I knew it was over because yep. Xavier was like literally picking the cards out before they even finished. He just, the guy's a stud. He knew this. He was one of the best players this season. You can't just pick it up last week. And that's why I say I was like pleasantly surprised with Aza because, you know, I thought it was going to be a little bit more lopsided, but it was interesting. And I, I was on my the tips of my toes because if Xavier had gotten one wrong, mm -hmm. That would we might have went to a tiebreaker, and then it's anybody's. Yeah. And game. then yeah, there's no way you can tell who's confident. Yeah, there's no because there's no way because you and I both went to a tiebreaker twice, and it is very difficult to really go into those answers with confidence, right? And so, but what I will say is that Aza was that close because Xavier had the wrong answer initially. When he was doing the final part to that HOH, he had the wrong answer and then switched it out and then she had the wrong answer. And so it was it was tough because once I saw that, I agree with you. I was like, uh, I don't think Oz is going to get one back here. And so I just felt watching after the second question and after the third question and the fourth one, how Xavier was snagging the answers right away. I was like, yeah, he's not going to get one wrong. And then obviously he went eight for eight. And when, when you do that, when you go eight for eight, you deserve it. You deserve it. There's not. Are you saying you, that because you, say you did that? Are you saying that because you did? No, it? I'm talking about in the individual competition, not like uh -huh. the whole season as a whole. You know what I mean? Like he deserved. He went eight for eight. The only way you could compete, because like even if if the other person goes eight for eight, then it's a toss up. So it's like who really deserved the comp? Because like you know, between you and me, when we did the when we did the uh, the guess, it's like it's a number guess, and we're not really getting it down like that close. So yeah. going eight for eight was was pretty impressive. No, it really was. It was a good final HOH. Obviously, Xavier wins it. And now we know. Now we know that Xavier is going to be deciding who is going to the final two with him. And it's really no surprise. He gets up there. I think uh, Derek F. again, you know, he, he rode the whole final two. We were together from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all knew he was going to take him. And I, I really did feel like maybe Xavier was telling somewhat of the truth as far as he wanted to honor that deal. But Xavier... I'm gonna call. I'm gonna ask you this question we interviewed tonight. Oh we'll yeah, try to get in there. You guys know, know he's that, getting that question. Yeah, Derek F. You took Derek F. because you knew you could beat him. Um, and Aza, I thought Aza was graceful the whole time. Like mm. such a well put together person. Just always her the way she speaks. She just you could tell she's sincere. Yeah, but not much of a surprise. Xavier decides to evict Aza. He takes Derek F. to final two. Yeah. Any surprise for you on that? No, not a surprise at all. I think that, you know Xavier knew exactly what he was getting with Derek F. He he you know because Xavier was spending a lot of time with Aza. I'm sure there could have been a point like Derek F. was throwing thrown out final twos in the beginning of the game like it was like candy on Halloween. Like he went to Frenchie with the final two. He went to Xavier. I think he went to Kylan. He he was going to a ton of people. With final twos, he probably threw one at Brittany. Also, you know, him and Aza had one going to the end. Like Derek F was just throwing them out, and and yeah. if Xavier really knew, which I do think Xavier did, he knew Derek F was probably doing that to multiple people. So he could have easily went the other route of, "Hey man, I know you're kind of tossing out final twos to everybody, so I'm going to go with Aza." But he stuck yeah. with it because he knew. He knew exactly what he was going to get, and that was a 9-0 unanimous, <laughs> unanimous vote for Xavier. So well done. Kudos to him. 9-0. 
Uh, thank you for doing it the season right after me. I appreciate it. And don't even give me like one season to just kind of carry that through. Thank you for uh, showing me up like the season after. <laughs> Not only did you take the most winnings, you took the 9-0 from me too. It's just you just took it all, Xavier. He took but, my record tonight too, by the way. Which was what? I, I had the most winnings of any Big Brother player, 575. Even players who played twice smoked me, gone. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Xavier. Appreciate it. Um, I want to hit Jacob's question. Yeah. And then we have Christian on standby. Christian, obviously you guys all know Christian. Yep. He was featured a lot on the show tonight. So what we're going to do is answer this question. You're going to see a quick break come up because we got to bring Christian, Christian into the room. And then we're going to be right back in probably a couple minutes. But um, we're going to take questions. To, we're going to ask Christian some questions. We're going to have you guys ask him some questions. We'll take some from the room. But let's get to Jacob's first. So yeah. he says, much love to you both. Do you think the cookout will change how the game looks in the future, whether from a casting standpoint or how players think? Okay. I said this the other day. I could say it again. Um, casting needed to be changed and it needed to be more diverse. And there was a correction this year, uh, a warranted correction. And I do think that from a casting standpoint, this will be the norm as it should be. So I don't think, I think this is what we're going to see going forward is a more diverse cast and not only diverse in the sense of color, I'm hoping diverse in the sense of culture and also age, um, backgrounds, Maybe not always people who are social media influencers, things like that. I think you can get people who maybe don't know the show completely, but have a really interesting background that would be fun to see in the Big Brother house. So I do think the casting change is here to stay. As far as the future of how you know gameplay is concerned, how players think, what do you think about that? Um, I think this season has has kind of like has really changed how I, I think this season. I think. You know, social media, a, a lot of things as a whole has affected now what the what what the future of Big Brother is going to look like. Um, and the reason why I say that is because how will so although the cookout, what the cookout did is historic and was an incredible feat. And also, like, take everything out of it. It's a very difficult thing to do to start the game with six people and end the game with those same six people never turning on each other. That has never been done before. But now what, what comes along with that is going to be what, what is going in people's heads, right? What is going to go in somebody's heads? Are they going to immediately walk into this house and think, is, there, is, the, sim, is the same thing as a cookout going to happen? Now, the dilemma with that is what society will view that person as. If that person walks into the house and goes, well, I don't know. Is there another cookout? They can be pegged something that could be devastating to their career moving forward. They could be crushed on social media. And what I'm we're talking about there is that person will be called a racist. If you go in the house and you just peg, you know, I think all the black people are working together, you will be deemed a racist. And so now that adds this huge dilemma into this game where people are going to go in and you see it on the past seasons. Like they said it today. All the guys like laugh together. Like, ha yeah. All the guys always stick together. It's like, ha ha ha. The guys always stick together. And that's why you had a lot of girls come in constantly and be like, we want to have an all girls alliance. We want to have a strong all girl alliance. We need to have that, which then causes people to speculate and go, well, are the all, are all the girls working together? Got people get away with that. Now you have an alliance that is, is made up of all the people of color or all the black people in the house. And so now they were all working together, loyal to each other, which is not easy to do. So for everybody that has difference of opinions, they still stuck it out. You know, whatever, whatever their goal was, whatever their mission was, they stuck out what is very difficult to do. But now what it looks like in future seasons is there's always that doubt. 
in a contestant's head. And so what I hope happens is if that doubt is in contestants' heads, they're not crucified on the outside of the house for for thinking something that was now just shown on a season. And don't don't give me the whole, well, oh, it happened once, so now all, it like it allows them to do it. That's how Big Brother works. If you if something happens on a season, that's how future seasons play off of each other. You know, you see some people go in and try to you know create gameplay off of past greats. Like people go in and go, I want to play like Derek Lavasser. People go in and say, you know, I want to do what the cookout did. And so now when people mention the cookout, you can't help but notice what the cookout was, what their mission was, and think our future house guests going to do that. And so I think it's definitely going to change. But then you have people that are going to go in and think, oh, well, I, I maybe I shouldn't say it because if I'm wrong, I could be called a racist. So it's definitely going to no. put a huge wrench in this game moving forward. Uh, that's what well, it's I not, think. It's not even just being called a racist or whatever. I just think the attention to what society is viewing, how society is viewing, how America is viewing you because of the power of social media, it's an overall influence on the game regardless whether mm-hmm. you're just, you're going to call out someone, not. I think that's why the game is getting more, it's getting less uh, dramatic, although we did have a moment with Kyle and Xavier th- this mm-hmm. year, and it's more so people are thinking about brand deals, social mm-hmm. media, right. what the uh, what the opportunities are out there afterwards. So Can I say one deal. thing really quickly? Because I'm seeing yeah. some stuff in the chat. And everybody says, everybody constantly has this 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 statement and go, weren't you in an all-white alliance, Cody? There, yeah, was, Justin, an all, there was an all-white alliance that I was in. Not based off of only us being white. And there was also an alliance that I was in with Davon and Bailey, which was something that I was very true to and something that I was not going to target myself. So other people outside of my multiple alliances that I had were targeting people within the other alliances I had. And that's what Big Brother is all about. So for everybody that says, oh, Cody, you were in an all-white alliance last year, that's null and void. I didn't walk into that alliance saying, I'm going to strictly be in this alliance because I want to see a all white people in this. I was I was very tight with Bailey. I wanted to work with Bailey to the end. Davon, Bailey, Enzo, and I. You guys had, had a, a relationship with Bailey before the show, kind of so, right. So that that is kind of that's a really. It, it doesn't really hold any weight to me. And to be honest, you need to reflect on yourself a little bit to just kind of go tit for tat with that because it's really not. It doesn't really hold the same weight. But I do understand where it comes from because it comes from a place where people. We're very frustrated with what Derek said, how it was a correction, that there was never a black winner, which in my opinion is shocking. It's bizarre, right? You look at that and you're like, how has that not happened? So I understand where it comes from on both sides, guys, but it's not, it shouldn't be tit for tat because we didn't go into it like that. So I don't like when people really use that towards me, but that's, I wanted to say that because it's been something that's been said a lot on Twitter and now it's a chance for me to really answer that. So now I'll let you continue. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I got Chris. No, no. Hey, listen, man. It's your. It's your. Uh, that's 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 something that only you can address, and the people in that group can address. I'm gonna rapid fire a couple of the questions for people that are supporting the channel. We're seeing you. I actually was screenshotting them with my phone, so I didn't lose them. So I'm gonna hit the first one that came in, and then we're gonna get Christian on. So the first one was from Lyric Wolf. He said, "I've loved listening to the podcast every week. Thank you for the support, and I love how insightful you guys are in your analysis each week. So uh, thank you." hoping for some possible analysis on previous players' games. I've seen that a lot. You know, it's going to be tough because we want to keep doing new content, Mm -hmm. but I do think there's an opportunity where we can go back and maybe watch a season, maybe do like a a side thing where we watch a season together with the people on here and we kind of – a season that maybe we haven't watched and we analyze certain players. So Mm -hmm. maybe down for that. Does that sound good? 
Yeah, let's do it. Okay, the next one was a, a good question, and it's actually an easy answer. Um, I want to hit it quick. Um, this one was from Zachary. Yeah. Uh, Zachary says, I know the game just ended, but Derek, how do you compare your game with Xavier's, especially strategically? You know, I think it's similar in a lot of ways. I do. I think he played a, a low-key game, wasn't the most exciting. He was surgical, right? He went in there. He knew what he had to do. He made moves when he needed to, and when he didn't, he sat back and watched the show. And that's kind of what I did. It's not always the most fascinating thing, and I think that's why a lot of people maybe didn't want to see him win, kind of like mm -hmm. on my season. Yeah. But overall, I do think there's definitely some comparisons there. Um, he had a different element. Every season is different. Mm -hmm. They had a little bit of you know different twist when having to work as teams. He also was trying to make sure that the cookout got to the final six. So different variables there, but I do see similarities. Um, and we're gonna you know talk to Xavier tonight, so I'm interested yeah. to hear what he had to say. There was one more, right? Go ahead, hit, hit, hit it if you want. No, no, no. I was just saying about, you know, Xavier. I'm excited to see how Xavier feels. I'm excited to see how, you know, we get to talk to America's favorite tonight. I'm very excited to see what Tiffany has to say. Because yeah, I've we're going to get to talk to her tonight, if, guys. So get your questions ready. Yeah, if you guys have listened to the Winter Circle, our, our podcast and our episodes, you'll know that I, I felt. The cookout ha had a great cause, and they all put this cause before their own game. And I knew it was going to be at the expense of one of two players. It was either going to be Xavier or it was going to be Tiffany. And unfortunately, it was Tiffany. And Tiffany, rightfully so, is viewed as one of the best players. Not only of this season, she, she in my opinion, is one of the better, if not one of the best players that has played this game strategy wise she did good in competition she was an excellent excellent big brother player and so for me i'm excited to see how tiffany feels about the whole you know tiffany did i mean i know we understand the, the bigger cause and all that but do you feel like it was at your expense and that you were the one that could have been sitting in the final two chairs if it wasn't for the cookout because tiffany could have been there in the final two yeah. without the cookout yeah, and I you will know? say, you know, because people are saying in the chat, and it's true, I said it in the Us Weekly interview I just did, Xavier was a great player, mm -hmm. but in my opinion, the better strategist was Tiffany. Mm -hmm. So people are saying, oh, Tiffany carried Xavier. I don't know if I'd go to that extent, but I know a lot of people feel that way, not for me personally, but I didn't watch a lot of feeds. Yeah. Um, but I do think overall, Tiffany was the head of the snake as far as strategy was concerned, yeah. both, you know, conducting operations within the cookout and then the duo strategy as well so and i said it right in the uh the article i thought she was a better strategist one more and then we'll go to get christian yeah um hey derek and cody this is from anthony hey derek and cody asking you two questions is part of my ops plan <laughs> um as part of the ops plan how do you get the jury to respect getting them out of the game instead of being bitter are goodbye messages too risky in case of the battle back i'll let you answer that and then we'll get christian i think the best way, there's two people that did this incredibly. Derek did it incredibly, and now I feel like Xavier did it incredible, incredible as well. And listen to what was said about Xavier at the jury roundtable. He always made people feel like he made everybody feel good. And it could be understandable. It's understandable when you play the game and you have to do things like cut somebody for the game. But if you make them feel good, that'll carry weight in the jury house. I didn't do that great. So you can talk about that, Derek, because you did it better than anybody else has done it. Your jury management was one of the best. And that going back in the second time, I was like, I need jury management similar to Derek's. Yeah, I knew, make, you know. Go ahead, go ahead. But I knew, so I used the, 
I use the DRs and the goodbye messages. And I'll say really quickly, it's because I kind of knew it was kind of like a, it was a very educated guess of we're in a pandemic right now. I don't think anybody leaves this house and comes back. So I chose to use the goodbye messages, which isn't always the greatest thing because of that risk of a, of a buyback. Yeah, no, I think guys, if you're going to be future house guests, it's not what you do. It's how you make them feel. And the way you make them feel, all you can do is play the best game, play an ethical game to the best of your ability. Don't make it personal. Play the way, play Big Brother the way it's meant to be played. And ultimately, if the jury members respect the game of Big Brother, they're going to vote for the best player. Mm -hmm. uh, we saw Kylan do it tonight, right? You know, we know deep down he's yes. not happy with Xavier yeah. right now. Uh, Xavier did play Big Brother, but he stabbed him in the back. And Xavier still voted for the best player. So, you, all you can do is play the best game, the cleanest game you can, mm -hmm. and hope that the jury members honor and respect Big Brother. So, Cody, mm -hmm. you're going to have to set this up for I'm on the phone Bro, with uh, you know Christian I'm, right now. I'm like, guys, yeah. listen. Hey, everybody in here, I just want to say this is absolutely insane. Nothing is of insane. what we thought. 2000, over 2,100 people are in here. And, guys, listen. I saw the chat going off. I saw people disagreeing with me when I was saying what I was saying. I have we no problem it. with it. We don't, we don't, if we, if we wanted to keep it a certain way, we wouldn't have came live, but we appreciate every single person's in here, whether you agree with us, whether you like us, whether you don't like us. And when they don't agree, I'm just going to keep this going. We appreciate. And also if you are of age and you are 21, this is the winner circle after party. So I have hey, my red wine. Cheers. Cheers to a finale in the books. First. Cheers to it. Yeah, cheers. A, a, a historic, historic season. Cheers to that. Absolutely. So what we're going to do, Cody, stop me if I'm wrong. We're going to uh, put a screen up for like two yep. seconds so we can talk to Christian, get him in here. We're going to make it as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk a little bit, but I'm going to be looking at the questions over to my left. You guys can ask Christian some mm -hmm. questions. And I don't know if he's going to be willing to divulge something, but he told me something before earlier today. I don't want to throw mm -hmm. him under the bus. I'll ask him before we go live. But you want to transition to that screen? I'm sending him yep. the link right now. Yeah. He has the link. So he has so, a link. Uh, we will be right back. It should take only two minutes. He'll be in here. I already have the other scene set up. So do not go anywhere. We are bringing Christian, the first person or the last person out before jury. He got to see the entire season. So I'm excited to see, hear, hear what he has to say about what unfolded. So we will be right back, guys. Do not go anywhere. All right, everyone. We are back and we have Christian on the line with us everybody welcome christian Let's to go. the winter circle after party <laughs> what's good everybody thanks for having me again it's been a while since i've seen you guys yeah. nah dude we had it we loved our interview with you uh pre-jury you know we thought you were a great player and uh you were you were really really humble in the interview really well put together guy great for the show and Thank actually you. you got a lot of shine tonight on this uh on this finale they went <laughs> to you looking like a stud up there what first off what did you think of the finale today? What's your takeaway from it? You had a really good uh, little monologue you gave there, but, I mean, it was great. You had a really good speech, and I, I thought it was well-received. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, she came off. <laughs> First thing, how, what do I think about the cookout? And, I mean, yeah. the cookout, to me, is also known as one of the greatest Big Brother alliances yeah. in Big Brother history. Agreed. So, I, I mean, it was easy to say all good things about them because... Right. I, I of course made it bigger. I made it bigger than the than the show itself, and that's just that the fact that if people come together, they can achieve something bigger than themselves, and that's what the cookout proved. Yeah, yeah, man, you nailed it. And even Xavier, who's you know in the middle of fighting, you know, competing for seven fifty, Julie's like, you have anything to add to that? And he's like, Nah, Christian, yeah. Christian pretty much <laughs> nailed that one. I, yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. So yeah, it felt good that, that that he had the same mindset as me, and I'm glad that I perceived it because of course we didn't get to speak about it. Um, 
you know, in the house. I didn't know it existed. I found out from you guys actually. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. We did. <laughs> you were the ones that told me first. Yeah, we couldn't drop yeah. it to anybody else. They wouldn't really let us. But then I think we saw that, like, there must have been somebody in the interviewing process with the yeah. jury house. Yeah. I don't really know. But so give us what, what what was your takeaway from the season, watching it, you know, being that close to the jury house. Um, what, what was what was like like what was it like being on the outside and, and watching this season unfold? Right. So uh, obviously I have a completely different experience than, you know, the rest of the jurors. I get to watch things unravel. And something that I realized that I missed so much in the house was, you know, the night that uh, but the night before Alyssa was evicted, we missed huge conversations because we all felt like we were safe. And then you realize, you know, now you get to see the conversations that you miss. You actually get to see it happening and you see different parts of the house where people interact and you are just completely unaware to the things that go on. So the fact that you get every single angle outside the house, you don't miss a conversation, and you have a better understanding of how things happen and why they happen, which you completely miss when you're in the house. Well, we got a question from Amanda, and it's a great question. We should ask everybody this question. Amanda, nicely done. So Christian, what did you think about the Kylan Xavier altercation and Kylan doubling oh. down on it tonight. What, Christian, man. do you think about that whole situation? I, <laughs> Kylan, be honest. Man, he's, be honest. He's got he's to learn to shut his mouth sometimes. And I was shaking my head only because Julie gave him an opportunity yes. to apologize. And the second mm. he opened his mouth... I'm sorry, we're not the first words that came out of his mouth. Now, you, knew, like, you knew there was going to be an apology, bro. I was like, man, dude, you have to apologize. Like, I just didn't like the fact that he was like, I'm sorry you perceived it that way. It wasn't yeah. him. It was everybody. He needs to apologize. He needs to accept the fact that he messed up and he took it too far, and he hasn't done that yet, and I'm a little disappointed that he hasn't. So we, we talked about it a little bit, D, and it, we, we mentioned this, which is exactly what you just kind of said. It's not what you meant. It's how the person took it. And X obviously right. took it not good. Took it personal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Took it yeah. very personal. And then the question from Julie, he was asked about it a lot. But you know what? He, he, stuck, he stuck to what, uh, what he felt was his truth. And I think he's, he's going to hear about it. Yeah, he's going to have to go yeah. back and watch again. He's gonna... He kept telling Xavier, you're going to have to watch it. We all watched it. I mm-hmm. watched it probably 10, 15 times. It's exactly yeah. what Xavier, how he interpreted it. And I think Xavier... You got it right. I'm hoping, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping Kylan goes back and watches it for the first time. Because I can tell you this. They didn't injury... Sh- well, they might have showed him something, some of it. But they definitely didn't show him the whole episode and how it was, you right. know, cut. They probably showed him a segment. Because he's like, oh, we went back and watched it. I don't think they would do that. How? But, I was very confused by that. Yeah. I, I, Cody, he, you, he's you definitely... Never, right? How would he have mm-hmm. watched it? Like, I saw the clips. No. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> Who showed no, you no the it, it doesn't you make any jo- sense. Who are you getting fired now? They showed you clips. <laughs> <laughs> totally. He, he t- definitely is not seeing what everybody, every literally everybody else is seeing. And he just has to admit that he's wrong and apologize for the words that came out of his mouth. You know, he could say at this point, it was an emotional moment and you get heated. I take it back. It's not really what I meant, but he didn't. He doubled down on it and yeah. it's going to be hard to come back from that. No. I think when Chris. he sees how it was viewed, he'll have a better understanding. Yeah, I hope I so. Hope. He's, he's got it. I hope so. Christian, I want to give you the floor here because we talked earlier, mm-hmm. and I think everyone saw you tonight, and they're assuming that you're at home 
watching from your computer <laughs> like everybody else. But that's not the case now, is it, Christian? Where are you, Christian? I am ho- I am at a house, um, <laughs> yeah, okay. but it's not my house. Well played. I am in my friend's house in L.A., so I'm uh, the actually the only pre-juror member that flew out to L.A. that is going to stay up all night until I get a phone call from one of the house guests that I texted every single one, <laughs> blowing up their phone. I'm waiting for a message from someone to see where I can meet someone because, of course, I want to meet with everyone tonight. In particular, Alyssa. I need there to see go. her tonight. It's I been you said five someone. weeks since I've seen her. Yes, in particular, very special someone, Alyssa. So uh, me... I'm going to say I have something important to ask her. It's not a proposal. It's not a proposal. I just okay. want to make that So you're not going to pull a swag I'm not proposing. Seat. You're not going to pull a not, swag I'm seat. not doing Because that. that was pretty big time, <laughs> if you guys recall, in season 20. Swaggy C straight yeah, up proposed. Yeah. To Bailey on the stage, he was like, "Not waiting anymore." Absolutely, I'm yeah. Everyone's guy. like, "Pull swaggy, pull swaggy." Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not proposing, so but me, um, I would love. I, I'm staying up all night to see it. Do you have I, like? So it's been it's been a while. Do you have like butterflies? Like, what are you nervous? What are you gonna say? That's the whole thing. People, ask, I'm not nervous. I'm excited. I'm not nervous at all. I know okay. for a fact her feelings haven't changed. My feelings haven't changed. So there's really no nerves. It's all excitement. It's I guess they are butterflies, but it's because I'm like. I feel like I don't even know where to start when I see her. Just hug, kiss, and hi, oh. I missed you, that kind of stuff. But oh, you so you're you're hoping because I get, listen, we we have been around the block with this show for a while. <laughs> you know, for you, for you, and it does seem like it is for Alyssa as well. Mm-hmm. She did did a little cool jury house segment where she was like kissing your picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it seems like it's mutual. But you are saying, I mean, now that you've had some time to collect your thoughts and you were home, you processed the season. You would like to see something pursue with you know, to pursue something with Alyssa. Hundred percent. That's where That's my awesome. mindset was in the house, and it hasn't changed. Dude, we got a lot of big brother babies. We got a lot of big brother marriages. So <laughs> a lot of big brother relationships that actually stick. Absolutely. Shout out to Big Brother for actually working and being a mm-hmm. not purposeful, but it's a dating show. That's it, but that's why it's that's why it's so successful because it's not purposeful. Ugh, purposeful. Yeah, I feel like, you. Because when I was saying like, it, that's how I felt. Yeah, hundred percent. There are, I believe, someone messaged me. There are more successful relationships that come out of Big Brother than like The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Like, it's it's crazy. For sure. Well, we just, see the circumstance you're living under is insane. So why well, we, you can't replicate that? Go ahead, Cody. Now you what you what were you gonna say? I was gonna say you know we see it all the time because you know even Cody and Iris' relationship you you form you form bonds and friendships in there and people are like how do you do that in such a short period of time. Well, when you consider the amount of hours you spend with that person, it's equivalent to knowing them for like a year or two. It's that much mm-hmm. time. Um, Absolutely. When you, when you date someone, you don't spend that night with them in sweatpants when you look like shit. You, you go no. home. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but it's a oh, it's and truth. It's, and it's – you also – you can't replicate the circumstance. You, you not only don't have any distractions as far as simple stuff like you don't – you can't even be distracted by a puppy let alone mm-hmm. another person that could potentially take that person away from you. So you have absolutely zero distractions. You're locked in the house. Mm-hmm. No one else to spend time with. And the bonds are just so natural and so quick, especially Dude. in a game where you're forced to trust people. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're happy for you. We're hoping the best. We're going to give you the final words. You're, you're a you. part of a history-making season. I believe, Cody believes, that the cookout – is the best alliance, statistically speaking, forget yes. what they accomplish, what they stand yeah. for. Yeah. That's a whole different yeah. dimension. Yeah. I'm talking right. just from That's, a game level. Yeah. They are the best alliance statistically in the history of the show. Yeah. You were part of it. We're going to give you the final thoughts. We know you're going to have a busy night tonight. You're not going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are your final thoughts about the season from a personal level? What do you take away from this, Christian, as far as being a member of Big Brother 23? Yeah, so, so my final thoughts are 
to appreciate everything that you have because I came on as an alternate and I flew to LA not knowing that I was even going to be on this season. So if you have a mindset of, you know, anything can happen, this just proves, you know, anything really can happen. And I'm extremely, extremely grateful to CBS to, you know, putting me on this season and so happy that I was able to meet this cast because I can't think of anyone else that I want to, you know, right now I flew out to see him. So I'm extremely grateful for the cast CBS, everyone involved, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really just the best word to describe it is grateful. Nice, dude. That's awesome. Happy to be part of the family with your brother. Welcome to the uh, the BB alum family. Thank you. And uh, you're a good dude. Best <laughs> of luck to you. Best of luck to you and Alyssa. And uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Thank man. you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, brother. Take care. Yes, we will. Take care, guys. Thank you for having me. Later, Later brother. brother. All right, so we are back, guys. Uh, that worked. Hey, worked out. So now we're gonna have to tell him just exit the browser. Yeah, we'll just tell Megs at the browser. It says be right back on the screen, but I think I it's know. delayed. I know. It's a little so bit delayed. So what will happen is it'll open back up. So this conversation won't be missed. So see how it right. just... Right. And I'm actually I'm actually talking with Whitney right now. She's going to be up in about five minutes. Cool. What's your takeaway from that chat? Christian, good dude, right? Yeah, I really like Christian. I hope I hope for the best, honestly. I hope for the best for him because uh, him and Alyssa, you really do form genuine, genuine connections in the house because you're just constantly talking to each other you're constantly you're, you're just you're opening up about so much stuff that normally doesn't really happen in the first week because the first week we say it all the time feels like a month and then a month feels like six months it's just crazy it's wild no but- it was good i you know i i knew that he was out in la from our conversations earlier i didn't know if he was going to be willing to say that or not i didn't know but obviously uh he did um he did. He, he did. So it. let's go back. Let's go back to the to the episode. Yes. So we had Xavier. We had Xavier competing with Aza, winning the final HOH, taking Derek F. So now we have Xavier and Derek F. And this is what you were waiting for. You really wanted this, right? You wanted to see what Derek F would be saying if he was in the final two chairs. So what did you think about his answers, how he held himself, you know, what 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 his responses, and then his closing thoughts. I mean, this isn't to be harsh. He, he's a he's clueless. He doesn't know what happened this season. Um, he did not do anything this season. I, I would say uh, in every shape and form of the word floater, mm-hmm. that's Derek. I um, You know, from all accounts, from what I've seen online, from what I watched in the show, Tiffany started the cookout. Um, she was the one that kind of held it together. The only thing I'll give him is... Wait, so Tiffany... so. And that's why, because I'm, I'm so confused. When did he start to cook out, and why is he mouthing it like he's one? Hey, chat room. I'm sure that's one of the questions you want us to ask him tonight. Should we ask we Derek F? What? When? When did you start to cook out, and why do you give yourself the kudos? <clears throat> yeah, I, I just I'm just honored that Derek F has now uh, anointed me to be in the crew of the greats with him. That's. Yeah. Hey, Derek, my man, thank congr- you. And listen, this is coming from a place of love. We don't have any issues with him. He's probably got a good heart. Um, but everything he said in that uh, in that speech just seemed inaccurate. And I will say this: he wasn't lying in his mind. I think he truly believes that. Um, but I will say, even with uh, my season with Victoria, Victoria would make comments like, "You know, I'm the Batman. You're the Robin. You know, uh, you're lucky if, if you're lucky. I'll take you to final two. And she wasn't joking. So. Um, he definitely, God bless his soul, uh, feels like he's a big component. Listen, he is a he is a reason why the cookout was so successful because okay. he never blew it up. Yeah. But was he the leader or the captain of that ship? I, I think it's fair to say that he wasn't. And my my biggest thing about it, right, is like he's like, oh, I started the cookout. So 
okay, you started the cookout. That's like a, a group of five people are sitting in a room, and the one person, like the whole thing is talking, an alliance is about to form, and then one person sticks their hand up and goes, guys, we should be in an alliance. And then everybody's like, okay, yeah, that's what we were thinking. Yeah, we are in an alliance. And then that person at the end of the game is like, I started that alliance in that room, remember? I was the one that said it. But then you have Tiffany, who was the strategist of the comp- of the of the cookout. Xavier, who was like kind of like a glue. Xavier was, you know, helping conversations and, and calming down. He was a he- mediator. Mediator. That's the perfect word. Not the glue. He was a mediator of the of the cookout. Kylan was a competition person. Tiffany was a competition person. Hannah even won herself an H-O-H. analytical. Hannah, very analytical, knew, you know, I bet you Hannah didn't want to take out Derek X at the time that it happened, but knew when things needed to happen. So the other thing I didn't like was when, you know, Kylan shows up to the round table and he pretty much said that Big D and Hannah were on the same page. Like, I don't know. I don't know if Kai was a little, still a little bit angry or just really felt that, but it's very off base. Spoiler alert. It's not true. You know, true. Um, and so that's where I think it comes from. Like Derek F might have like turned to Xavier and was like, "We're going to do a final two. And then he was like, "Oh, and you see everybody in here? We should we should form an alliance to call it the cookout." And Xavier's like, "Cool. Let me uh, let me let me go. You know, try to figure that out." And then he went and had conversations with people. And then all of a sudden, they as a group got themselves to where they were. You know, do I give Derek F the credit for starting the cookout? I, I think he misinterpreted the fact that they all agreed to be in the cookout at the same time <laughs> as like he started it. Honestly, he was like, I was, I was there. All right. I call it. I, I started it. I was the first one to say I yes. get to say that in the finale. So none of you else say it because I get to say it. That's going to be one of my talking points. You don't get hey, to say it. You did just bring like, up something sure. very important, though. We kind of skated over it because it wasn't a lot in there other than what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, before I get to this real quick, people went nuts when we said we're going to. We're gonna give we're gonna give Derek F a little we're gonna give Derek F a little uh, tonight. And for those of you who don't know, the thing that's making this stream special is everybody else is recording their interviews with Xavier, Derek F, Aza, and Tiffany. They're gonna record them and they're gonna put them out probably over a couple days because you know it's to be honest with you, it's better money. We are not doing that. Yeah, we are gonna be streaming them live right with you. So when yep. we get through the other house guests that we're gonna talk to tonight and we get through the recap of the episode, mm-hmm. you guys are going to help us pick questions for them. We're going to get five questions for each person. We're going to literally go through that process like we do every single week with you. And if you stick around, because it is going to be about 1.30 East Coast time, if you stick around, you're going to be part of that live interview with us where you're going to get to t- uh, hear and see what we say and what they respond. Yeah. And we'll be looking over at the chat and maybe if we have time, we'll sneak one in there. But back to what I was getting to, mm-hmm. you brought up the jury roundtable. We kind of skated over that, but the reason we did was because it wasn't a lot other than what you brought up, which was the fact that Kylan compared Hannah to Derek F. Mind blown. Come on. Mind Come blown. On. I, I, I mean, I, come on. You have to do it. And you know what, Hannah? Took the high road. I was like, listen. She did. Difference of she opinion, said we disagree. And let's just move on. And and you know what? That was great. And I think that was the right way to do it. She wasn't going to win with him. Um, and at the end of the day, regardless of what the dissension is or the disagreement is, the show shows the, the show is going to show everything. And the feeds show everything. And most people know that. So um, we're going to be fine. People are going to see what's going on. Yeah. It's saying we're frozen. No, I, I think, think we're back. Only, I just saw it come I, back on my end. Yeah, it was only uh, only frozen for a second there, so yep. I don't know how much they missed. It was probably yeah. only a second or so, right? Yeah. I, I think it might end up going. 
because I'm seeing it on my end. I, I, it's going to autocorrect itself. Again, guys, this is live. This is live and uncut, and we're here. And this kind of stuff happens. Obviously, for those of you guys that are in here, we appreciate you guys. Some of you guys, we know it's East Coast time. Derek and I are on the East Coast. We're going to be up. This is what we got to do. But for those of you that are peeling out, we will be posting this on our YouTube channel, on the Winner's Circle. So if you guys want to make sure you check that out, just make sure you subscribe to the channel and turn on notifications. This will be getting posted. But Derek had this idea and, you know, we wanted to bring it to you guys live, which wasn't done last year. We're in a, we're in a different kind of day and age right now where this stuff online is kind of what's taken over. And so we... Uh, we appreciate you guys. Anybody that's here, if you got to peel off, we, we appreciate you guys for being here for the time that you did. This has been absolutely insane. I am on, every time I see the numbers that are in here, I'm on fire and I'm sweating. Yeah. Hey, I'm no, sweating. it's going really good. Shout out to Dorothy, by the way. Listen, Winnie's got to go somewhere, I guess to dinner in about uh, 15 minutes. So I just sent the link to her. Mm -hmm. Let's take a quick break. Yep. We'll come right back. We're going to be with Whitney Williams. She was on the show this season. You obviously know her. You guys can ask her some questions as well. So we'll take a quick break. We'll mm -hmm. get her on. Hopefully she's able to do this. If not, we're going to come right back and keep it going. So yes, don't sir. go nowhere. Be right back. back to you with Whitney. All right, so just a heads up, we're back. I think Whitney's doing her thing. She might have a technical difficulty or not, but we don't want to keep you waiting. That's not what you came here for. Mm -hmm. So we're going to keep it rolling. We'll take a couple questions. We won't dive into the next segment of the show just in case she pops in and we have yep. to go to a quick break to set her up. But a um, couple quick questions. Um, fire away in the comments. You don't have to pay to give a comment. We appreciate the support, but you can just ask a comment. We'll hit it. It's easier to see. I will say it is easier to see when they're big and color-coded like yeah. that. But um, yeah. um, this chat is things. moving. Yeah, it really is moving. A uh, couple people talk about Whitney. Um, there was somebody in here who said, um, thank you for the live chat. To be very, This was from Shell. To be very honest, I was rooting for Tiffany, but X deserved the win. In the end, I was hoping for X and AZA final two. I think a lot of people were, right? Because they were hoping maybe also to have a male-female duo up awesome. there. I mean, for a couple reasons. Now, I'm obviously going to go into, you know, kind of just how Derek F. was um, kind of going at AZA. I would have just loved to have seen her be there to just be like, just to win the comp, take Xavier. Um, I would have loved that. I think that would have been more. I think I still think Xavier would have won. But I do think, I do think. Aza would not have gotten beat nine to zero if she won and took Xavier, because I think, I think that people would have respected her because they would have asked and she would have given an answer and people would have respected that and respected her gameplay. All right, guys, we are back. We are with Whitney. We worked through the technical difficulties. You know, this is the world we're living in with Zoom and all these different things. But actually, pretty fast. Not too bad. Congratulations, bad. Whitney. Good job on that one. Hey, thanks. So let's dive right into it because we're not going to keep you long. We know you got plans. Thank you for coming on the Winter Circle. Mm -hmm. Overall view, what do you think of tonight's episode? Oh, best possible outcome. The first time <laughs> I talked to you guys, I said that I okay. hope that you X did. would win and I thought he was going to. So best outcome. I'm stoked for Tiffany, stoked for him. Um, really big vis or positions for the cookout. So, yeah. Great outcome. I'm excited. Yeah. What do you think? We I don't want to forget because we asked someone else, and we got. I think we're gonna ask everybody. What did you think about the Xavier Kylan altercation last episode? Oh. oh whoa, whoa. I thought it was incredibly disrespectful on Kylan's part, and I've said since week two when he was Hoh 
that I thought he was putting on a show and he wasn't really showing who truly or who he truly was. Um, so when he started acting that way, I was like, oh, I told you guys, this is the real him. This is what he was trying to hide forever. So yeah, I, I wasn't surprised by it, but I was a little pissed that he took it that far and made it so personal. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, it was, was a lot. That's what, you know, we've talked about this. I think a lot of people have the same reaction. Um, sorry, everybody said Cody's face. I had to sneeze. I was trying to hide it. I was trying to mute. I couldn't get it done. There's a lot going on over here. But um, Oh, is this live? People are actually we watching are live. Right now? We are live. You There's have 2,000 oh. YouTube channel. 2,000 people are watching right now. Yeah. So. Oh, hello, everyone. We're yeah, live. So. Yeah, we're, we are live. This is like unedited, so make sure if you say anything, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to see it. Are we allowed to curse? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, cool. YouTube Perfect. might, you know, YouTube might, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> I think you can slip a couple. Yeah, you, Cody's like, I've been, please stop sweating. Yeah, this is why Cody didn't want me having a couple drinks. Yeah. No, no, no. We're, <laughs> also, Whitney, this is the after party, so I got my red wine. Derek's got his Captain Morgan. What, what's going on over there? I mean, can I grab a bottle? Yeah. yeah well, you know what? <laughs> if it's going to take long, I wouldn't because we Come with me. Keep, all right, oh, yeah. Go. Perfect. There we go. Perfect. Let's get some wine. <laughs> yeah, so, um. Cody, what do you, there was a couple questions, but you want to hit her with a couple questions. I'm looking in the room to see any questions you guys have for Whitney. Let us yeah. know. We're glad to ask them. Yeah, so. Well, Whitney, Whitney wasn't allowed to talk tonight, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you didn't, didn't get, get a lot of, we were saying Christian got a lot of shine. You just, but I will say there was a very cute picture of you when uh, they were all hugging and stuff, and they just showed you, and you were like so happy. You oh, just yeah, felt you like were. It was a genuine, yes. it was like a genuine, like, just really happy for everybody. But yeah, yeah you didn't get no yeah. Oh, cool. So I got a little snippet picture of me. Yeah, That's uh, great. If you blinked with it, cool. you might have missed it, but you still got it. <laughs> my my one second of fame. Perfect. Yeah. So let me ask you this, because this is obviously something that's crazy. You went out. You were the yes. fourth person out, right? Yes. Okay. So what is it like? You're in there. The fourth person out, you're in there for a month. That's in the yeah. Big Brother time. That's a long time, right? So it we felt had, like it. Yeah, we had our interview. What was it like watching this season after being in there? Obviously, it takes you a little bit of time to decompress. You got to get out of game mode. Um, what was it like to then, you know, kind of decompress and then watch the season out? What is it like as you know, a fan of the show? Then you get to play the show. Then you get to watch the show. It's kind of a surreal experience because you're watching people who have grown to become really good friends. So it feels almost like I'm intruding in their inner, like their personal life. So it felt a little weird watching them behind the scenes, and they don't really know that I'm watching. But I don't know. It's really exciting, and it's kind of crazy to hear the things happening behind scenes too that you didn't know were happening. Like I didn't know the cookout was a thing. I didn't right. know the royal flush was a thing. Right. So it's a weird experience to go through and be like, I had no idea any of this was happening, and this makes so much sense now. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a surreal experience, but it's really exciting at the same time. Yeah. I got a question here for you. Going a little personal. We're getting right for it. Let's Somebody's go. Uh, this uh, this, this is from SH, SH Henry. Uh, what are your thoughts on X and Aza, the cuddle sessions? <laughs> I have no. He, I flirted <laughs> with him in the house, but go. that was it. There we go. We haven't gotten <laughs> to talk to you, Whit. We haven't gotten to talk to you in a very long time. When we first talked to you, you were like, ooh, hopefully he wins and takes me on a date with that money. <laughs> Does that still hold true? Okay, I've had some time to decompress and get over my crush on X. Obviously, I think he's incredibly handsome. I'm rich. And he's a gr and now he's rich. Um, so I'm excited for him, but really like he was my closest friend in the house. And when I was when I was nominated for eviction, everybody in the house avoided me except for X. 
Isn't and he became a really close friend and like we had a like great connection we were playful together and had fun so like i miss his friendship but as far as him and Aza cuddling together i don't really care yeah i mean <laughs> that, 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 kind of, that kind of is hard to hear i hate that that's one of my biggest that's one of my biggest issues with uh big brother is like somebody's on the block they're the target that week they're going home and the house like ostracizes them oh my gosh it's like i had leprosy yeah. Like, even my own team, the second that I was nominated, they just kind of, like, dispersed and scattered, and I didn't know what was happening, and I felt pretty alone, but... Yeah, yeah but Xavier, Xavier's a good guy to the core, and so that's probably... He probably said, okay, I know the game is here, I know this is a part of the game, but... I, I'm not just going to leave her by herself, and so that's also, you know what, and that's part of the game, too. Sometimes it's just being a good person, and so... Well, all right, we oh got a gosh, big. Yeah. We got a question from Karen. I don't know exactly. You might know more what she's referring to, but she says Whitney. This is from Karen Ventura. Karen, thank you for the support. We truly appreciate it. Whitney, were you going? Were go? Were you going to talk about the double standard that was shown towards you? Do you know what she's talking about there? Um, is she talking about as far as the clothing that I wore compared to the clothing other women wore and I got maybe, more crap for it? Karen, maybe? hit us with it because I don't know exactly what she's referring to. That might be it. It doesn't seem like it's coming from a negative place because guys, if you even if you pay, if you ask a negative question that's disrespectful, which I don't think she was, we're not going to No, not definitely. Gonna I don't it. think she was either. Yeah. So she definitely wasn't. But let's get a clarification from Karen because you're probably right. Because I thought because that you hit, Go ahead. No, um, because I did like I would wear shorts or tank tops or whatever, but because I'm curvier than a couple other girls in the house, Whitney, they that's would it. wear. The, mm -hmm. Okay, that's, that's what I assumed. Okay. So, Thank for you, example, here's just an example of it with Big Br or BB Comics. Alyssa was wearing a bikini and the BB Comic, and the, her breasts were out and all these other things, and. Big D went to her comic and he was like, Alyssa, or Alyssa looks incredible. She looks great. What an icon, all this stuff. And then he went to my comic and I had even more clothing on than Alyssa did. And he was like, when he's got that workout top on, like, don't let your children read this comic. And he was saying that it's, I'm, I don't know. He was just, he gives me a lot of shit. And a lot of people in the house give me shit, I think, because I'm a little bit more curvy. Well, Derek, um, F, Derek F gave, well, you're a beautiful woman. You have nothing to be ashamed of. You can you. wear whatever you want. It's nobody's yeah. fucking you. business. Um, but that said, were you, you know, and you can speak honestly, because uh, Derek F had a lot to say this season. And mm -hmm. do you, do I mean, you know, you speak freely. There's nothing here. I mean, ultimately, you know, he's probably going to see this. I think Derek F you're has a lot of You're the only one that has to answer to anything you ever say. I, so speak I, freely. Absolutely. And he's going to have a few things oh, he's going to probably have to address. Trust me, I want to. Um, I think Derek X was incredibly disrespectful toward women. Derek Even X? for example, Derek X? oh F F F, not X. Woo! Got you, girl. Say, no, no. You literally, my no, no. jaw was about to hit the floor. I was like, Derek X. The I haven't even started drinking yet either. I haven't even had a sip. Uh, See, Cody, I'm still in the game, bro. No, thank you, bro. No, I, I, I thought we were alcohol. about to get the most tea of all time. I was like, Derek X. No, no, no. no. Do you Reverse think Derek, it. Derek, Derek F, we're with you. Oh my gosh, no, adore Derek X. Derek F was incredibly disrespectful toward everybody, but specifically women. Like, if you were to go through and read some of the tweets of the crap that he said about Tiffany behind her back and all these other women behind their back and then taking all the credit for them and acting like they did nothing in the house and all this other bullshit. Like, I just, I think he's entitled. I think he has a wrong idea of women. And I hate the fact that he just won $75,000 
because he's the easiest person in the house to beat. If anybody were up against him, why do you think he was in the final two? With Xavier. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's so proud of himself for making it to the final two. But the reason why he was in the final two is because he's the easiest person in the entire house to beat. Even easier than me. Like, so we do. I do want to follow uh, up with the Karen. Karen, uh, who asked the question, said, absolutely no shade. I love you, Whitney. Wh- the way you were treated was unfair. Uh, so that you know, that's what we're talking about right now. For those of you that are maybe just joining, we're talking about Whitney felt like there was a double standard with the way she dressed and other... Uh, other women in the house dressed maybe the same way, but because she's a little curvier, she was viewed in this negative light and got a lot of shit, um, which to be quite frank, you can dress however you want. It's really unfair, but it's a world we live in. Everybody's got an opinion about everything, <laughs> everything. So, you know, everybody's always going to have something to say. You can't please everyone. And as long as you please yourself, you'll be able to sleep at night. Agreed. Thank and you. Any other takeaway? From today? Obviously, you're very excited about Xavier winning. What do you think about Tiffany winning AFP? Oh, I'm pumped for her. I think she did an incredible job in the house as far as like gameplay. Um, as much as I hate that, like personally, I don't like that she said some things about me, me behind my back. But beyond that, she still was there for me as a person. Like when I had a really hard time missing my children, she was there to like hold me and hug me. Mm-hmm. She really did build a lot of really good connections in the house. And she was there for the fan base too. Like she was frequently on the cameras talking to America Huge. and telling America her plan. And she did a really good job. I'm proud of Tiffany. That's and the fact that she's a single mom, I'm pumped that she has that money too. Uh, I wanted her to win a little bit more money uh, as a single yeah. mom. But she, I got to be honest with you, we've said it. And we hope it holds true. We think she probably will get asked back, and hopefully she does go back. She's an incredible oh, player. And an incredible t- – she's a television personality. She was great in the DRs, great uh, you know, talking to the camera. She, know- she knew exactly what she was doing, and she was also a great player. We have another question from okay. All Things Dory. How do you feel about DX now after seeing what happened leading up to what you heard about him when you were going home? I love you. You played a great game. Thank you. Um, are they talking about the fact that he was in the royal flesh? In- Maybe. These questions are a little vague. A little yeah. vague. Guys, we got to have like specifics here because that would be great. It would really help us because – All again- things, clear it up for us, brother. Let us know exactly what you want to – what you're exactly looking for because we want to make sure that you get your question answered. All sure. things Dory. Yeah, all things Dory. All things Dory. Um, as far as my feelings toward anybody in the house though – like, it's a game. Mm-hmm. They voted me out. I was going to vote somebody else out. It's all a part of the game. I have no hard feelings when it comes to that. The only things that I don't appreciate is when people talk about others behind their back. That I don't enjoy and probably won't continue to have a friendship with them outside the house for those reasons. But as far as anything game-related, like DX having any sort of hand in me being evicted, I don't really care. It's all yeah. a part of being on Big Brother. It's the game. It's totally part it of the game. Exactly. I love that answer. Is there anything else? Because I know that you definitely, and, and this is a place, like there is a lot of people watching right now. There's going to be a lot of people doing it. And you don't have to. We're not trying to put you in a position. But um, actually, before I get there, when Whitney overheard DX saying she won't be in the house next week. When you were, oh, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes, when you were, yes, there we go. Thank you all. Thanks. Appreciate it, brother. Oh, my God. Whit, please. Please. Yes, that I, was a crazy I honestly, moment. Going back and watching, I kind of feel bad for him. Like, I freaked out on him over the slip of a tongue. And honestly, I was mostly just upset because the moment I heard it in my head, I was like, they're working against me. Like, my team is working against me. If right. he already knows that I'm going home, then did he help plan this? So that's why I was so frustrated and upset yeah. with him. 
But really, like, going back and watching, I did see how horribly he felt. And I felt <laughs> yeah. bad that I made him feel that way. <laughs> yeah, he felt really you bad. I remember being in the back room. Yeah. He's like, I'm uh, an idiot. Yeah. I feel, I honestly, I felt really bad that I made him feel so bad. But my feelings were hurt because I thought he was working against me. Which he kind of was, but he also tried to help me leading up to it, too. So Yeah. Nah, it's, it's a tough game. And you do, you get complacent in there. You forget when, you know you're so used to working so many deals that sometimes you forget who's in the room yeah. and if they're paying yeah. attention it happened on the season with uh tiffany Kyland. yeah yeah tiffany Alyssa was laying in the bed right next to him. what happened <laughs> tiffany and Kylan were having a conversation uh and Alyssa, they were talking about the cookout and everything and and Alyssa was literally laying in the bed right next to him in that middle room the one that's like the in-between room from the back room and the side room oh shit yeah, yeah a little like nook yeah. oh, it, was, it was very interesting but hey that stuff what happens all the say? time did she they, say anything? They were talking she, about she us, and she she said, like, the six and all this stuff, but then Alyssa was passed out. I don't think she heard anything about it. Maybe she'll oh, be asked about damn. it afterwards. I wonder if she did and she just didn't say anything. There's a couple people That's asking right. in the chat, what did you think about, what was your reaction to Britt uh, uh, revealing to the house tonight that not only was she a fourth-degree black belt, but mm -hmm. she's autistic and was able able to overcome that and her reasoning for coming into the game and why she didn't tell them. Honestly, it made me feel emotional for her. I'm proud of her for keeping that in and wanting people to get to know her as a person instead of using that, not necessarily against her, but as, I don't know. I'm proud of her for holding that in instead of letting it affect her game in any way. Like, I wouldn't want people to look at me differently for it. And I'm extremely proud of her for playing her brother with that. Like that's something that's a really huge thing about you to not be able to share with somebody that you're living with for three months. Yeah. Totally. Well said. Well said. Totally. Cody, you want to hit that last question yeah. from Jason? And last... we know Whitney's gotta go. She's got things to do. Yeah. <laughs> last question for Whitney. I'm late for dinner, but yeah. Whitney, if you I'm were the captain talk. of the aces, who would have been your picks? Now try to be a little bit I was captain of the aces. She All was right. a captain. J Jason. <laughs> what are you doing, Jason? She was a captain today since she did pick her team. You're getting so Jason. I'm my car. Hey, let me answer that question. Let me oh, answer that question. And one of my favorite clips is of you pointing up to the crowd when you, it's on like, it was like right before I was like, hey, all access to BB. And it was like you pointing up top to everybody after you won the competition. I thought it was so badass. It seemed like in a stadium, you just won and you're pointing at the fans. It was pretty awesome. Well, if Jason, if you if you were wondering, Jason, Whitney would have picked Brent, Derek X, and Hannah. That's who she would have picked. Because she. And then, well, and then, rewind that. Whitney wouldn't have chosen Brent. But. Oh, oh, zing! So that's oh. Now I got to I mean, is it? Have you spoken to? I know you're friends with Christian. Anybody else you're speaking with, or you know, you haven't spoke with? I see the face, I, but you just opened it up. Now I got to ask. <laughs> Um, I don't know if Brent is going to watch this, but Brent and I are like oil and water. We cannot be anywhere near each other or we fight. So I choose to keep my distance from Brent. Okay. Um, okay. French and I have very different personalities as well. So we don't really choose to speak. Um, Travis, no hard feelings. We just don't really talk. So Fair Christian's enough. been yeah, the only well, one that I really talk to. That's totally part of it. You just, you go on a season with people, you, you, you can't talk to everybody. You like nope. it. Yeah. Well, do you, you know, maybe, you know, you like people and you don't like people, but even the people that you like, it's not easy to just have conversations when you're going back to real life, you're going back to your kid. It's, you know, life is happening. Yeah. I mean, I think I'll probably still be friends with, I'll definitely be friends with Hannah. She wants to come up here and see me soon and spend a couple weeks with me and explore Portland and stuff. So Love that. I'll be friends with Hannah, friends with X, friends with Derek X. Um, yeah. 
And that kind of that kind of addresses too, because Amy Amy asked us right out. You know, Whitney, do you talk to any other players who left pre-jury? Who you and uh, what they thought about the game? So that kind of answers it. They're really the only person you spoke to was Christian before this. Yeah, Christian and I were texting during the finale too, being like, "What the hell is he thinking?" Or like, "What's happening here?" So we still talk game and we talk personal and stuff too. Nice. He's a good guy. I'm excited for him to see Alyssa. Yeah, it's gonna Ooh. go down. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, the feelings are reciprocated. Oh. We have had situations where. The feeling is not mutual when you get out. So that will uh, stay How tuned. We'll see if they can. You we'll see if they be. What do you think the question he was going to ask her? Did you see the interview that we just did with Christian before we let you got on? No, I immediately got my pajamas on. He and said he's got a. <laughs> he said he's got a question for her, but he wouldn't tell us what it was. But he said he's not proposing. IG official. Facebook Why would he official? not tell you guys? Ah, he's he's give I, maybe it's girl. something that he wants to have on his own terms be announced mm. to everybody. He didn't want us to get all the, you know. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea what Christian's going to ask Alyssa. Ex- yeah, exactly. No, well, listen, we, hold on. We got to get this one last. Did, we know you actually, there's, you know. If you want to answer this one quick, Dana, she asked if you said if you couldn't. So you said you would pick the same house guest, but if you could pick someone else, who would you pick? You said you wouldn't have picked Brent again. Who would you pick instead of Brent? Well, my only options were Brent or Travis. So I would have chosen Travis. But if I could have chosen anyone, obviously Xavier. Yeah, obviously. Yes. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll end the questions there for you. Whitney, enjoy your dinner. Thank you for coming on the Yeah, circle. thank you so much. I'm sure we'll be talking again. Welcome to the BB fam as always. Um, have a good congratulations dinner congratulations on being being part of a historic season alright and we are back uh, we had Wit in here she had to go to a dinner but we appreciate her stopping by to our after party a lot of energy a lot of fun Brit's someone that you'd have a, you'd go to a bar and you'd have a good time you'd take shots probably she she, she pegs me as a little bit of a tequila kind of girl she pegs me as a yeah, little I'm, bit of a tequila kind of girl you definitely have some fun at the bar um, she's she's a lot of fun. She's a lot of fun. Yeah, that, she's that like, was, am I good now? Yeah, she she just went nuts and just shut the laptop. Kept herself in here, but we figured it out. Listen, next, we're we're rolling through it, guys. We're rolling through it. Next up, we're gonna have Travis. But before we do, there was a couple questions that came in that I definitely want to hit. I hope we're not missing any. Uh, Stacy, thank you. Um, obviously, everybody, thank you for supporting the channel. So, um, I'm just want to hit these. I think there was two questions. So, first one, can you talk about? Xavier's answers and final yes. speech. Uh, I thought it was a little unimpressive. This is from Jason Cole. You, you Cody, take it you away. Think? You take it away. You want, you want me to take it first? I thought it was nothing crazy, but I didn't think it had to be. This is where him and I are very similar. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing. I knew the jury was coming for you. I Bastards. just didn't want to screw up. I just didn't want to screw up. I thought he made some really good points as far as what he did do in the game. He was short. He was concise. He was to the point. He knew. He knew he had the win, guys. I promise you, mm-hmm. there's not a doubt in his mind that he knew once he won that final HOH, he was winning the money. It was just a matter of getting, you know, yeah. getting to the finale night. Yeah, I, I think. I don't know what, what his biggest move. He said so. His biggest move was throwing an HOH competition, which was throwing a competition to have his team get targeted. Um, I, I guess. I guess that's a huge move. Uh, and then what do you say his other biggest move was? Trying to remember. Like I said, it was very succinct. He was yeah. right to the point. But ultimately, to answer your question, it wasn't like a, a memorable speech where you can be like, wow, he killed it. You know, he, yeah. he brought himself out of the dead there. He could have lost. He knew he's a lawyer. 
you always got to kind of go against the person, you know, with your defense or prosecution. You give the same energy to the person next to you. He didn't have to say much with Derek F. So he kept it short and sweet. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that impressive, but it didn't have to be. And ultimately, whether your speech is impressive or not, the 750 still counts as 750 when you go to the bank. Period. End of story. And also what I will say is that I think a lot of people have a heavy, like they're almost 95-5 when they enter that stage. They like know mm-hmm. 95% sure where they're voting. And I'll tell you right now, you can interview every single person. I guarantee you, if you go back 10 seasons, there's probably a very, very small group of people that said, I switched my answer because of their, their final speeches. All things Dory comes in. I love you both as game players and people. Definitely an asset to why I'm applying for the show. All things Dory, we hope the best for you. Objectively, who do you think played a stronger game had the final two been? Tiffany and Xavier. Who do you that think takes been, that? that would, who do I think takes that? We, we Now we can play it out, right? Yeah, I we think Tiffany it beats him. I think Tiffany beats him. So I'm saying Brit all all around game. Brittany goes Tiff. Yep. Hannah goes Tiff. Yep. Claire goes Tiff. Claire goes Tiff. Three. I think Sarah Beth goes Tiff. Sarah Beth goes Tiff. Derek X goes Tiff. And there is the That's five. And I'll tell you right now, Xavier sitting next to Tiffany. You know, if he pulled the whatever it was, if he maybe like cut him that way, Kylan goes Tiff. So that's six. Who else is left? Derek F goes Xavier. Hmm. I, Oz is a tough one. Could go either way. That yeah. can make it either. That can make it seven to one or seven to two or eight. I think Tiffany probably wins it. I think Tiffany wins. Derek X said it right when she, if she would have got up there and said, I started the duo alliance I, and all those other things. The master plan. That's what's called, right? Yeah. Master yeah, plan. I think she, I think she Thinking wins. of a master I plan. She, I mean, I think she wins. Cody, there's two questions I have here. The first one's directed towards you specifically. It's okay. from Anthony McGurn. He asks, uh, this is more towards Cody since on 22, he got 10 final two deals on week no, one. That was the one. That, oh, that was the one that we couldn't talk about. We didn't talk about because Whitney jumped right in. We were about That's to right. answer it. Remember, right. it's, it's about all the final twos in week one, being in an yep. alliance, and how do you get, you know, how do you not. So um, answer, how do you not. So basically, um, how do you get invited into that, to that first week power alliance, and how do you get that alliance to not turn on you when the numbers dwindle? So my biggest thing was understanding what the movement what movement was happening within the alliance. You can definitely touch on this. That's why I said it. I was like, it wasn't necessarily something that I specifically did. This is something that everybody has to understand. If they're in a big alliance, which you were in, and are getting when the numbers are dwindling because that alliance is going deep into the game. My biggest thing was understanding who are the people that are being targeted and like really being in a position to, to hear who it is. On mine, it was hearing and noticing that Either Tyler, you know, people that I was working, Tyler and Enzo were kind of turning on Danny and Nicole. Danny and Nicole were trying to play, well, Danny specifically was trying to play like Christmas, Nicole, trying to play like in between, seeing where targets were going, and just ultimately kind of like feeding what you know people want to hear into their ear about whoever it is. And I knew for Christmas, it was feeding about distrust in Danny and Nicole. With Danny, it was... Now's not the time with Tyler, but 
you know, when it dwindles down, you got to go after Tyler, and I'm there for you. I'll go after him as well. It was Memphis just kind of sitting in the middle with Tyler. It was, dude, we're going to go after Danny, but right now I don't want to let other people go in. And so it's essentially knowing where people are kind of, where, where their direction is and not getting in the way of it and kind of always making everybody feel like I'm on your side and when we need to target that person, we're doing it. We're both doing it. Not you'll do it. It's not I'll do it. It's we're going to do this together so that you and me are tight and that other person's on the outside. And that's what I feel like is the biggest thing about when you're moving through this alliance. You got to know when the alliance is fracturing and going to have to target each other. And for us, that's why I felt it was very important for me to win the final eight HOH because I nominated two people. It was even more important to not nominate anybody within my alliance. So I won the veto and then it put me into the final seven, not having to do anything. Or the final eight. It put me into the final eight without having to do anything. And then it was Memphis took out David. You know, Tyler took out Danny. And then I had the opportunity to like take out who I thought was the biggest beast in the house. And that was Tyler. So you got to really understand what's going on within the alliance. And if you're not privy to that information, you're probably on the outs anyways. And you're going to be the person that's getting blindsided. Yeah, we also had a question. Uh, I I just missed the name. I'm so sorry. But basically, it's I believe it was Jason. I apologize if I'm wrong. But he asked, you know, what advice would you have? He just turned 21. What advice would you have for someone who's trying to get on Big Brother? Guys, it's really simple. It's hard to get on. Some of it is luck. Find something about yourself that makes that differentiates you from what you're seeing on TV right now. If you're someone who's very similar to the people on the show, go with a different angle because they're always looking for new, fresh faces that not only physically look different, but also have a different story that they haven't heard before. You saw it on the season. All these people, you know, Derek F. being Joe Frazier's son, uh, Brittany overcoming autism as a, at a very young age to accomplish all these amazing things, Hannah with her background, Claire with her background, Xavier being a lawyer but coming in here not telling them, Tiffany, a mother of a teenage son, just all these different people. Mm-hmm. Super Find fan of the show. You. Yes, find something about yourself that makes you unique that you can tell in under two minutes where people look at it and go, I want to see that person on television. I want to see that person and how they play the game. Um, Somebody Travis, has a question I want to hit. Oh, Travis. It was because uh, I wanted to talk to you about it because it was, it was a lot of what you brought to the table on 16. Co- somebody asked, Cody, were you as excited as everybody else was tonight when you know Derek's occupation was revealed? And what I will say is this, I cannot explain to you guys the joy of knowing I am walking out this door in another five, 10 minutes. I'm no longer, it's not another week. It's not another two days. And so that excitement is like, it's less about the whole like, oh my God, like somebody has an occupation and more like that, but oh my God, I can't wait to get out of this house. I can't wait to see people. I can't wait to talk to my family. I can't wait to see my friends, talk to my friends, talk to my family. And so, yeah, when Derek did it, obviously I was, I was literally, I was Derek F like my reaction to Derek, which I don't think they showed it as much was like, I went nuts, right? When you were like, Hey bro, something's about to come out. And then all of a sudden they showed the thing and it was like, I'm a cop. And I think they cut the commercial break and you and me were in the house. And I was like, no way. Are you kidding me? Like I went nuts, you know? And I feel like yeah. part of it is just like, we're so happy to get out, bro. Like we, I want to be out of the house or like, you know, all these, everybody else is just waiting for the finale to end. So we get, I, I just want my phone. 
Scary I almost thought you. there was too. I almost thought there was too many surprises today. Like it took away from it. it was like it did. I know half the half the people on the show had like a surprise. Like I'm an AI engineer. I'm a, a PhD. I'm a you know Joe Frazier's son. I'm a lawyer. And then I thought Britney's was. Listen, I think you made it. I think you said it best. Like they were. There was a lot of good ones, but I think Derek F. Xavier definitely. Those were yeah. you know they're in the final two. I think Britney's one that needs to be heard because there might be somebody out there who is a fan of Britney and gets or maybe has autism and says you know I don't know if I could ever go on the show. She's just proven to you that you can. So I think yes. for people like that, those stories are need to they need to be heard. Um, couple quick rapid fire questions and then we'll mm-hmm. get Travis in here. Um, Iman asks, do you guys agree with Xavier backdooring Kylan? My answer is simple. Yes, got to get him out. Got to get him out. The you- next one's from Amy. Um, it's more of a comment, it almost looks like. I was surprised X didn't say anything to the jury about his brother's passing and playing to set up his nephew financially. I did miss that on the live feeds. Um, I know he told Kylan, but had he told anyone else about it? We've always been, we get killed for this. Yeah. We don't watch a ton of live feeds. I will say this. We read the updates. Okay, so don't come updates. for us. We read the updates. We're just not sitting there watching the feeds. We are reading the updates, so we still see what's happening on the feeds. Well, what do you think? Why didn't? Why do you think he didn't bring it up in his final speech? I don't think Xavier wanted to go there, to be honest. I don't think Xavier wanted to go there. I think he wanted to win the game and win the game because of what he did in the house and not stuff that was going on on the outside. And I have a world of respect for that. If that is the case, I'm obviously speculating right now, but I, you know, I don't know that I have a, the greatest, you know, feel for who Xavier is, but he definitely seems like somebody who's like, I'm going to win this for me. I'm going to make sure that the game that I played won me this game and not anything external. And so that's probably why someone like Xavier didn't bring that up. What do you think? I think that's it. And I also think you he know? got a sore spot because what happened with Kylan, mm-hmm. I think he was like, you know what? I don't need, it goes back to what I said earlier. He didn't need it to win. I promise you guys, he knew he had the W. There was, he kept it very simple. Um, any more questions we haven't missed yet? No, no, that's that's actually uh, we got one here. Mickey, Mickey Joe's crafts and laughs. Ask Derek, did you use your expertise on the police as a police officer in the game? And if so, how did you apply it? Yes, I did. I was an undercover detective. I treated everyone as a source. I developed a you know a persona, um, and I and I I created bonds with everyone, and I tried to create those bonds based on personal interest, not on game related interest, because having a personal bond with someone is always going to be better than if it's just if your relationship is based purely on game because people can separate game very easily emotion not so much we do have more questions coming in but before i forget just want to remind everyone we are interviewing the, the winner of big brother 23 xavier america's favorite player tiffany uh, Der- Derek f and aza tonight live you will see it we're going to keep covering Survivor. We're going to keep covering it's, Big Brother Celebrity uh, Big so Brother. First, Go ahead. It's, first it's Aza, then it's Xavier, then it's AFP, which is Tiffany, and then it's Derek F. Right. So listen, if you haven't already, if you want to ask comments, you got to be subscribed to the channel. So subscribe to the channel, turn your notifications on so you get, you get updated as we continue the show because we got a lot more coming. Um, two more quick ones. And then we're going to go to it. Were you nervous about going back on a reality uh, on uh, to reality after the show? I wasn't nervous. Were you? No, I, I was happy. Wait, I, I was ready to go. My goodness, I couldn't wait. So, so listen, I'm going to send the link to Travis. I just sent it to Travis. Um, we will we will probably get him on in about five seconds because he's ready to go. He's sending me memes and everything. He's ready to go. He's ready. I love. To it. Oh my god, I can't wait. I'm gonna we'll I'm gonna bring it to the beat right back. 
Yep, be right back. We're going to talk to Travis, recap the rest of the episode, and then it's almost game time. we got to get into questions, guys. So after mm-hmm. Travis, we're going to have Sharon Tharp on from Us Weekly quickly, and then we're going to get into questions. We're going to start developing them. Yep, we'll be right back. All right, we are back uh, with Travis. Unfortunately, the first person evicted from season 23. And got to be honest with you, every time I hear you speak, every time I see you on the TV, I am more mad that you couldn't make it because you would have been phenomenal TV, bro. Cody, you silver tongue fox you. You know just what to say, my man. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank guy, you for dude. joining us here, bro. Thank you for joining us here. Obviously, you got to watch out, you know, your 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 life in the Big Brother house was short-lived, but you got to watch out the entire season. What would you say some of your takeaways are from just from watching kind of this this crazy historic season, this this wild season unfold? Uh what what was what was your biggest takeaway as a as a viewer? Yeah, I had the really, really unique position being, you know, the first removed and, and having that ability to kind of look in on everyone and, and immediately find out, you know, X was a lawyer and, <laughs> and everyone actually had these different occupations and these these complete lies that they were holding up really well, I would say. Um, I don't know. I think the biggest takeaway, though, I would I would honestly say was was the the efficacy and the efficiency of the, the cookout alliance. I mean, they had they had a plan and my God, did they carry that out? perfectly to, to you know to final six and yeah. i mean i can't say well done enough it was they i mean it was methodical you know the way that that they treated it in regards to a conversation with outsiders and you know kind of keeping it really tight uh, all the way out to the very end so i mean i applaud that it's i mean separate from you know the incredible like social ramifications and agenda that they had there just in in general a fantastic alliance and, and really yeah. effective in their mission yeah. Travis, I got to ask you. You got to be honest here. A lot of people are wondering in the chat. By the way, this is live. We didn't tell the per- we didn't Oh, tell yeah. We no. Whitney's like, so wait, this, we're live? This is live. You got about 2,000 people in here watch, listening to you, so don't mess up. But they're basically asking, sure. did you actually keep up with the show after you were off? Because I don't. were you a big fan of Big Brother before? Honestly. Don't lie, Travis. Uh, you're, saying, you're saying let's be honest like you already know the answer, Big D. Come on now. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Big D. I was, I was <laughs> the true Big D, right? The OG Big D. Um, uh, no, I love this guy, man. I, I, was, <laughs> I was straight up recruited into it, and uh, I hadn't watched any Big Brother. And I just cranked out Derek's season immediately. It was recommended to me, and I was like, Time out. damn. This Time is, out. This is what I'm getting into. Time out. I'm just going to hold on. I was Cody also was on that season. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes. We are live. <laughs> there it is. There it is. No, nah, okay. But you, you were honest about that when we interviewed you, right? Yes, like you, you were, know. dude. You've been so straight I, up. I respect you've that. Stra- you've been straight up, dude. Yes, so, sir. so the better. So we we knew you were a recruit, but you were, dude. You were great TV. Mm-hmm. The question is, did you keep up with it? You were on the show. Did you keep up with it afterwards? I don't think, uh, in full transparency, I completed a full episode of Big Brother after hopping off. Travis, I know that's wow. horrible. That's horrible, dude. Do you see where I live? Look around me, man. I, have I bro. Kids. I have surfing to do. I have salt and sand to pursue, my guy. Yo, I think it's- Zach is in. I, if you watch Derek's season, you would see Zach, um, Zach Rancy Pants with the pink hat. I think he's in Hawaii right now. No way. All right, yeah, we gotta. You might want to link uh, up with him. That's a good dude. You would definitely, yeah. you, you would have some good conversations with him. He's a good guy. Travis, real quick, buddy Drew in the chat says, Travis, my guy, the life, the life by Drew on IG. He said, uh, you're our biggest fan, loves you, and I got to see you on another show. Derek. Cody? I got something for you about this guy. Oh, oh no. What happened? 
Have you ever seen... This dude was somebody before he went on Big Brother. He was interviewed by Barstool. Have you ever seen the video? Yo, everybody that's in here. Everybody that's in here. You need to go check out the Barstool interview with Travis. Uh, Travis, I don't know exactly what it is. I got the link. Somebody watch it. I watched it on my stream. It is first class. It is one of the greatest. You know how Barstool, who's the guy with the long hair? Travis, what's his name? Uh, Caleb Presley. Caleb Presley. Student in America, man. That's Bro, he goes and does all the interviews. He yep. literally interviewed Travis about his lifestyle and his frat. Or is it your frat at, at Texas? Was it that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Texas, bro. Yeah. It's a must watch. <laughs> Everyone in here, it's a must watch. Everybody that's in here, look it up. Travis, if you have the name of it, if you know it off the top of your head, please view it. Guys, it's an absolute must watch. This guy is an absolute G and you'll understand why I love him. I love this guy. It is yeah, so good. A, Derek, you have to watch it. I know, dude. I'm a huge Barstool uh, fan. I'm definitely checking yeah. it out. Smoothest college kid in America is the name of the title. Not to toot my own horn a little more there. But, <laughs> oh, my no. God, dude. The gift <laughs> that keeps on giving. Dude, it's so we, funny. Travis, we got a question for you. Did Travis give DX the iconic splatter hoodie? Did you give that to him or did you steal it? No, 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 no. I think it's a misunderstanding where I left the <laughs> the pink hoodie or the pink sweater uh, in the house that, that kind of got swapped around. I saw Christian wearing it. I think Hannah wore it. And uh, Derek X, I guess, as an ode uh, to the bromance there, he wore it under his blazer for the finale. So he was he was rocking it on the last day. So that was mine. But no, the splatter hoodie was his own doing. I don't know if he was like cranking out some splatter paint in his garage before coming on, but the thing's iconic. People are going to start. Derek X gave you a lot of shine, brother. He was constantly yeah. bringing you up. There's a, I mean, the painting, did you see the painting he yeah. made for you? Dude, yeah. Did you see like really small on the surfboard? It said like DFP, like Derek's favorite player. I was like, oh my God, this guy, dude, he's, I don't know. What he, was it about that relationship? You what, what? So what do you think you did? To, to, you had such an impact on him that in the jury house, in this, like, bro, he couldn't wait. He couldn't wait to say something to you. I don't know if you noticed that. Like, as a viewer watching, I was like, bro, DX loves Travis. So what was it about your guy's relationship that, that it lasted that long for him? You know, he paint, had the painting. What, what do you think it was? Like, you guys just kind of broke out in that first week? Yeah, it was so weird. It was, I mean, day one going into it, we were like, we were really vibing uh literally the first night like live feeds on, were on we're goofing with each other we go up to play chess and start like setting the pieces up and i was like bro i don't know how to play chess and and we just like share this huge laugh and he's like all right man i'll teach you and we end up like sitting there the whole night and uh just broing out and it was literally that night it's absolutely jumping the gun especially coming from uh you know the mouth of the guy that got evicted first but i was like dude kind of look at him and he looked at me and we're like just same time final two yeah. final two. Just like, that was it it was i don't know we were sold on each other oh, he's a man, good guy awesome. what was your takeaway from tonight you obviously had to watch tonight sorry travis couldn't be out at the beach you know surfing Nuts. what's your takeaway from the season because there's a lot that happened i know you're not a fan of big brother but this season was a historical season not only having an african-american winner but having the cookout form to uh, based on a bigger purpose accomplishing what they did you're now part of that what what's your takeaway on the season as as a now uh, being a member of a historical season? Yeah, I'd say again um, to emulate you know that that historical uh, precedent that will hopefully it's been set now and will continue on you know uh, because um, when it, when it comes down to it you know uh, being shown and uh, showing different characteristics, different personalities, different ways of life 
you know, creed, race, religion, whatever it ends up being, that's really important just to show that and to put that out there. So someone else, some little kid can see that, you know, that looks like them or, or has religious beliefs or whatever it is uh, like them and say, oh, I can do that. I can pursue something, you know, bigger than myself. I can, I can jump out of my dreams. And I think uh, this, this uh, season really well encapsulated that and delivered that message. So that's really exciting. Um, despite the fact that I didn't watch a whole lot of it, uh, I would say <laughs> I wish there was uh, one or two screaming matches that happened. I wish it was a little more spicy, uh, a little more entertaining. I think, I think of the, you know, the biggest uh, uh, jump that got, uh, my attention was Kylan's exit, and uh, I I didn't even watch that episode. I got pulled into it because I was doing my thing on Kylan's Instagram, commenting King Kai, I love you, man. Like every time they post, and you and uh, tr- people came after you, yeah, yeah, and people were like, "What the hell, man?" After he said that, what like, we King told you, Kai, social like, media, how you doing? Uh, we said that yeah. to you right when, when you got out of the house. Yeah, but uh, it's a, it's a beast. Such is the nature of the beast. But yeah, all around, uh, definitely a legendary season. A lot of lessons to be taken away, and uh, still really entertaining. So, what yeah. an honor to be a part of it. So, let me ask you this: We got some stuff in the chat going off here. Uh, Travis and uh, Travis and Derek X for the Amazing Race. What would you say to that? Uh, Derek didn't. <laughs> Derek was like, "Hey, keep this on the down low." But I got my phone back already. Sorry to to two thousand people that that's no longer uh, down low to because I'm sure he's just popping off right now. But first thing he says, you know, after three months of no talking, is, "What are we doing next?" So Ooh, yeah. look out for it. Yeah, there there it is. And, when are, uh, when is the circles dropping exclusives? Tonight? Yeah, this is big time exclusives. <laughs> I mean, we just we just so okay. So uh, we had Mason ask in the chat. Uh, Travis, would you come back for another season? I mean, is that the next move? Would you come back for Big Brother again? I've been asked this a lot, and I think it boils down to, you know, if, if they ever have an interest in in uh, getting all the head-ass, you know, first evictees back <laughs> into the house and doing their little jig together, sure, man, I'll be there. But I don't, I don't see that happening anytime goes, soon. But the head-ass. The sky's the limit, man. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. I mean, it, it could happen. What did you – did you go back and watch – Kylan and Xavier's beef, the altercation. Did what was your view on it? What was your perspective on it? What what would you think about that whole thing? I think uh, tensions were really high, and Kylan kind of just blurted out, um, honestly, kind of, kind of to maybe take a shot. You know, he he felt so completely betrayed. He was like, you know, what can I say right now to dig into Xavier a little bit to maybe get him to spill some information or his feelings on what's going on? And uh, yeah, I think it was probably uh, in the grand scheme of things a little out of line, um, but. Hey, it made for good TV. You know, I got a got a bunch of comments like destroying my ass and on Instagram. So <laughs> you, bar- made for entertainment, you barely man. did anything, and you get crucified. That's how it goes. Tis it is. the tis the BB fandom. Welcome, mm-hmm. amen. Yeah, tis the BB glorious. Fandom. Cody, can you see that comment? Why don't you read that one? That's a good one. Going live for this after party was a great idea, guys. We are drinking with y'all and having a blast. Yo, cheers to that. Cheers, cheers to everybody that's of age, twenty one years old, obviously. And uh, I apologize to everybody because I know I, I get up on this mic. And when Travis came in, I was firing on all cylinders because I love this guy. And I got real close to the mic. And so I definitely blew out some eardrums. But cheers to that. Cheers to not having eardrums tomorrow. Cheers to go. that. Travis, you're, you know, you, you do the whole surfer thing. But we, I could tell, we, yeah. I think most people can tell, you're a very smart dude. And, you know, again, you, you know, you watched this episode tonight. You saw the first person of color win. Well, not person of color, an African-American win. We've had a person of color before. Um, you saw an African-American win the show and an African-American in the same season win America's favorite player. 
what does that mean to you as far as someone, you know, we are the white guys, you know, yeah. we are trying to, society's constantly evolving. What, what should we all take away from this other than that it's this trashy reality show? Yeah, again, it just comes down to representation, you know, having having something, a message uh, bigger than yourself to be working towards. I actually, and I'll go back on this statement completely, uh, when I hopped out of the house, you know, I was talking to Julie, and I think she brought up the surfer's curse, you know, saying it's normally the long-haired, you know, ditzy white uh, dude surfer uh, that always, like, hops out. And uh, I kind of made a comment where I was like, yeah, that's why I was targeted, you know, and uh, it's really, it's so much more than that. It's, you know, it's about actually out- outputting a message that, that helps people and encourages uh, people that aren't already aren't, aren't always uh, represented uh, in this industry. So it's, it's awesome stuff. It's, it's super cool. Cool dude. Well said brother. Listen, we won't take any more time. We appreciate you coming on for a little bit. Everyone was firing off in the chat. Go hang with your friends. You're part of a historical season. You're part of the BB fam, even though you don't watch the show. But um, I'm sure we'll be talking in the future. I have a film we're going to see on another show. If it's not big brother, maybe the challenge or, I don't know. Whatever you're on, I'm watching. Period. End of story. Yes. I'm a Travis fan. Period. (laughs) Hey, we're gonna try. Let's see if let's see if you get it right. Everyone else couldn't. The best way to do is exit out of your browser if you can. Otherwise, we'll still be seeing you while you're sitting there playing with your hair. (laughs) Roger that, my man. All right. Thank you guys. Love you guys. All right, brother. Thank you for joining us, man. Later, man. We'll see if he does. Look at Travis. I know. Look at the transition. Seamless. Obviously, Travis. Did did you? I. Is it? I got a man crush on my guy, Travis. He's a good dude. I love this guy. I love it was a guy. great season. They were great cast. Great cast. Good season. Um, there was someone, Kim. I'm sorry we missed your question. It came in right when he was leaving, but you said, you know, since you were able to watch DX this season, do you think DX has feelings for Hannah? You know, I can't answer for him. We saw the feeds. I think there was definitely a crush in there. I'll tell you guys, when you're in the house, it's easy to think that your feelings are more than just the moment because you're trapped in the house with those people and that's the only people that you're currently right. around so they become your best friends they become your significant others right. and you know when you get out and you have time to decompress it can change i have a feeling that hannah and derek x are probably going to be just friends but i could be wrong i think so too i i i couldn't agree with you more i think also the both of them they had a very like respect for one another because i think they both come from you know families where they probably didn't they didn't want to come on the show to be in a showman. They also didn't want to see their family, like seeing them kiss somebody on national television. I think that that is what set the precedent for them. And then when you take that aspect of, you know, you know, kissing, getting that really close, you almost form that friendship bond. And that's where I think their relationship went. I think they're going to be extremely tight afterwards. Um, this comes from Anthony, Anthony McGurn. Sorry for the typo in the last question. This is my final one. You two are the only winners to not get nominated. How did you do it? Was every week a battle to convince an HOH? How do I do it if I get on the show? Simba, Simba, Simba for life. Yeah, Anthony. <laughs> That's Anthony's, an OG. He's an OG. He's been watching from the that. beginning. He's an OG. Love you, Anthony. Thank you. I mean, our paths were kind of similar. And, you know, and we got it. We only have 20 minutes left till we start the first interview. So I'll just say it's about building personal relationships. Like I said earlier, where when it comes to a point where they have to nominate someone, you want them to look at you as a friend, as a family member, not an alliance member or not somebody you're playing with, because it's a lot harder to put your best friend on the block than it is to put an alliance member. So mm-hmm. develop relationships based on real common interest. 
And I think it's a little bit more difficult for them to put you on the block, even if it's just as a pawn. Anything to add to that? I think that if you're going in to play the game to not, like, you don't think about it. I'm sure the same was for you. I wasn't thinking each week, how am I not going to get myself nominated? Oh, I want to get to the end of the game without getting nominated. I, I, that wasn't a thought in my head. It was... I'm going to get to the end of this game. I'm going to form these relationships that make sure I am in the best position possible in this house. And then all of a sudden the end of the game comes and you're like, whoa, I've never been nominated. And then yeah. you start to roll with it, but it still doesn't affect your game. You don't play the game to not be nominated. You play the game to stay in the house and get to the end. My biggest thing was always making sure I had numbers. Even if I was nominated, I knew I would stay against almost every single person in the house. And the only person that I didn't think I would stay next to would have been Enzo. And so I made sure my relationship with Enzo never got viewed. Derek and I on 16 was a little bit different because obviously I was nominated like three times. But mm -hmm. so that's what I'll say. You don't play the game to not be nominated. No, it's true. You just you went to get to the end. If you happen to do it and you're not nominated, it's icing on the cake. Uh, last question. For this segment, and then I want to wrap up the show because I do think we got to give our final thoughts on the mm -hmm. season. Um, this is from Grady. Do you feel like Kyland had a better path to victory if he aligned with Hannah and Tiffany instead of X? Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. They Hannah and Tiffany were going to go after him as well. He ultimately had to win the next competition, which he didn't do. So either way, if he if he had stayed and didn't win, Hannah and Tiffany probably would have sent him home as well. So mm -hmm. I don't think it would have made a difference. What do you got for it? I think Kylan. We said it when we were talking about Kylan. Um, Kylan needed to win out in order to win the game. And so even it doesn't really matter who he was aligned with. They would have done the same thing to him if they had the opportunity to. And so Kylan's fate was pretty much drawn in if he didn't win the competitions and he didn't win the competitions, which is why we saw right. him go home. So final thoughts. We know that Xavier wins unanimously. They gave their speeches. They did mm -hmm. all their things. He wins 9-0. to zero. Tiffany wins America's Favorite Player. My final thoughts before we transition, because Cody will give his, then we're going to start the questions because we're going to be doing our first interview with Aza in less than 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay? Here are my final thoughts. The moment when it really hit me, obviously, the, throughout the season there were moments, but tonight was seeing Xavier and Tiffany holding each other in the final two, and that's the image you're going to see when it comes to Big Brother 23. Seeing the winner of Big Brother 23... And the America's favorite player both being African-American. You know, it's really easy, I think, for Cody and I to take for granted that in life, mm -hmm. we see a lot of things where it's a white person and we just take it for granted because we can view, we can see ourselves in those roles because the person playing that role, whether it's an actor or someone on a reality show, is someone who looks like us and it inspires us. And something Xavier's uh, friend who he had on said that I thought was incredible was Black Panther. There's mm -hmm. not a lot of black superheroes. So for Xavier, even though it's just only Big Brother, Xavier and Tiffany are going to be superheroes for a lot of young kids out there who are African-American and had never seen someone who looked like them win the show. Mm -hmm. So I'm extremely proud of them. I'm proud of Big Brother that they made this happen. I'm proud of casting. And although I wasn't on the season, I'm, part of, I'm proud to be part of this fraternity. And uh, I am so happy for them. And I'm so happy that... Mm -hmm. We can have a good game because they were both Tiffany and Xavier were both excellent players in my yes. opinion, and to have two good players win because they were great players and have this added benefit to it, I think it's extremely historic, and I think it's something mm -hmm. that twenty years from now we'll still be probably talking about. Yeah, totally. I think I think that is is an incredible point to make. You know, there was a lot of things that were going on in this season. There was a lot of stuff. This was a this, there was a lot that was talked about on social media. There's a couple points I want to make. One, I was seeing a lot of things going on on social media. 
Reverse racism isn't a thing. So everybody that was saying that on social media, please stop saying it. <laughs> like, right. it's not a thing, okay? Another thing. The cookout wasn't targeting people that weren't black because they disliked white people. So stop, like, let's just call it what it is. They wanted to make sure they had a black winner and they succeeded in doing that. You may not like how they did it. You may, you may love how they did it, but they did something that was extremely difficult. Six people started, six people went to the end of the game. It's a very difficult game. That, that's, that's a very difficult game to do that. And so whether you like it or not, Give the kudos where, where, give credit where credit's due and credit totally needs to be given to the cookout. And I think, you know, it was a great season. There were great players that I'll tell you right now, whether they were on this historic season or not, Tiffany is a great player. Any season she plays big brother. Agreed. Xavier's a great player. Any season he plays. Hannah's a great player. Any season she plays. And so was Kai. Whether you like the whole situation with Kylan, I know it put a bitter taste in people's mouth, but he was a great player. That's four people in the in the in the alliance, right? So call it what it is. These players would have been great no matter what season they played on. Yep. No offense to the two that were excluded. No offense to the two that were excluded, and I hope it's not taken that way. But this was this was a great season. It was a great winner, and quite frankly, you know, however they had to do it, they made a black winner happen on Big Brother US in 23 seasons, and it, it was long overdue. And so mm-hmm. it is. It is something that needs to be handed credit to. You can feel whatever your opinions are. You want it. You didn't like how it was done. You didn't like this. Nothing was called out. Nothing was this. That double standard. All, all the all the nonsense that gets thrown out on social media. Just this is an incredible season. This was an historic season. And there are great players that you cannot discredit in this season. Yeah. So call it what you want to call it. But let's let's continue to grow and not be divided. Because what I didn't like that I was seeing from this season with that was that there was a little bit of division and ultimately, this is a show that everybody loves to watch. This is a show that everybody bonds to watch. And so it was a great season. I like the season. I think Xavier is a great winner. I think Tiffany is an incredible America's favorite, deserving of being a winner. Not only America's favorite, deserving to be a winner. And so I hope we see people from this season back on in, in the future. So I agree. Well said. Congratulations to the entire cast. Congratulations to the cookout. And a special congratulations to both Xavier and to Tiffany. Job well done.